0: Hi, this is Chris Mueller with the Weekly Word for Everyday Catholic. Do we believe Jesus' words? I think most practicing Catholics would say, yes, of course we do. And then they may cite Jesus' words to Peter in Matthew 16, 18. And so I say to you, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. Or they might cite Jesus' words about the Eucharist in John chapter 6, verse 53. Unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life within you. While we may struggle at times, for the most part, we get Jesus' teachings about the Church and the sacraments. And that's where most of our minds jump when asked, do you believe Jesus' words? But what about the things Jesus said about you? What about Jesus' words about the life we're called to in him? What about the things Jesus said about the Holy Spirit? Do you believe those words? I'll give you an example. At the end of Mark's Gospel, Jesus says to the disciples, These signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will drive out demons. They will speak new languages. They'll pick up serpents with their hands, and if they drink any deadly thing, it will not harm them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. Do you believe Jesus' words there? I mean, hopefully. You'll never have to handle poisonous snakes or drink poison. And let's be clear, Jesus is not saying that we should seek such things out, but what about the laying out of hands? What about engaging in spiritual warfare in your own life, and the life of your family? Do you believe that God could prompt you to pray over someone and that in His name, they could be healed? Do you believe that you could tell a spirit of lust or accusation that is coming against you to be silent in the name of Jesus and command it to leave? It's interesting that when Jesus speaks of the supernatural life of his followers or or even of the action of the Holy Spirit, we tend to rationalize. I mean, right now you may be thinking, well, he's speaking to the apostles. What he really meant was that the bishops and the priests would do this kind of stuff. This is not for the ordinary, everyday Catholic like me. Yeah, it's true that the ordained clergy exercise these gifts in a special way. But to say that you, as a lay Catholic, are not called to this life too is just wrong. Mark's gospel tells us that when Jesus says these words, he's speaking to the disciples. This is not specifically addressed to the twelve. It's addressed to all the followers of Christ. You and I are disciples. You may also be tempted to think, well, that was then, and this is now, and the world is different now. Well, yeah, that's true. The world has changed a lot since the day Jesus spoke these words. But the thing is, Jesus is still the same. He is unchanging. His word is enduring. The fact that we have smartphones now does not mean that somehow the Spirit of the Lord is bound up and inactive. A quick reading through Acts of the Apostles will demonstrate that this life Jesus speaks about in Mark 16 verses 17 through 18 was exactly how the first generation set out. They moved in the power of the Holy Spirit. All right, you maybe even think that phrase sounds a bit fantastic. But again, I am using Jesus' words. In Acts chapter 1, Jesus tells those who are gathered before his ascension, you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. The word for power there is less electricity and more explosion. The Greek word used in the gospel is the same root word that we use for dynamite. When Jesus speaks of the power of the Spirit coming upon his followers, he uses this forceful word to express what he means. Something tangible is taking place. Later in Acts 10, as Peter is speaking, the Holy Spirit falls upon the Gentile believers, and it's so obvious that Peter says, Can anyone forbid water that these should not be baptized who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? When the Spirit shows up, people notice. As modern Catholics, we need to be challenged by Jesus' words. And some of the things he said may seem too fantastic to believe. But perhaps that's why the Lord gave us the witness of the early church in Acts and in the epistles. The truth is, when we reflect upon what Jesus said about the Christian life, and compare that to the life of the early church, it becomes pretty clear that God's desire for his people is something more than an academic, routine faith. He desires to move in and through us in inexplicable ways. So, do you believe Jesus' words? Do you believe that God can move in your life in the way that Jesus spoke about at the end of Mark's gospel. This has been Chris Mueller with the Weekly Word for Everyday Catholic. If you'd like more information on Everyday Catholic, you can check us out at everydaycatholic.com.